this podcast I am extremely excited about because it is with my mentor, Albert here. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. You've done so much. Um, I really, I'm going to start off with, I really never expected this. So, um, this even go this far. I really didn't. How do you, how many people do you give this opportunity to? And what has made you see this worth your time? I think I, I give too many people opportunities because I just, I like people and I, I really like helping people. Okay. Like I think my, my humbleness shows when I do these things. And, and sometimes I, like you, for example, I was telling you when you came, like, uh, you said, you mentioned that you were out late night yesterday and you were recovering <laughs> a little bit. And I said, the only reason why I'm not going to talk shit is because I see you making moves. I see you like moving, like moving, like m maybe not necessarily winning. Uh huh. Um, but I saw, I see you winning because based on the Instagram and all that stuff that you've been posting, staying active, it, mm -hmm. it to me, it looks like winning. But then you told me like, I'm not winning. Like I want to win, but I also know that you're a good guy. Like you really, you mean no harm. Uh, you don't take shortcuts and maybe you did in the past, but you, you're, you're grinding and you're giving it your, your max effort and maybe mm -hmm. not your max effort because you kind of make. You distract yourself sometimes, but I see you like you're, you're a good guy and, and you're, and you, you're just, you're not quitting. You're like, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. So that's what I like. But when I see somebody that is a quitter or, or is, or is a fraud or, <laughs> or is a, um, or is a, um, what's the other word? A quitter, um, a quitter. Just somebody who's a front a fake. I mean, because so, somebody that's trying to take shortcuts, like for example, somebody that gets fired somebody that um that quits on the job somebody that and then they f they try to find easy ways to make money so they're living they go back to their parents house and mm -hmm. they're staying there and they're trying to come up with this million dollar idea that's gonna make they're gonna create this thing on the internet and it's gonna make him all of a sudden a millionaire but you look at them and you hear them talk and they're just like so like slow and 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 they just don't have it but then they're trying to look like, well, let me see if I could sue this person to make this quick bucks. Let me file this claim to make some money. And they're just always trying to look for that shortcut and they, they never make it. They're, they're just, they're, they're lousy, but I see you taking risks and you're, you're a fighter. So it reminds me a lot about like how I started and how it wasn't easy. And now I see where we are today. So I'm like, dude, I, I you're one of us. Like you're, you're also Latino. You're, you're a millennial. And, and I, if I can help you make your first million, your second million, your 10 million, then it, it excites me. Like it, 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 I put that first before everything else. So a, a lot of these things, like number one, what Albert was referring to is he was asking or, you know, how I felt. And, uh, I had a little event yesterday, a dinner event for our, my ambassadors. Yeah. And, uh, little do you know, but so much of your influence does so much to me took these girls out to dinner and um we just talked over opportunity that, that's kind of dangerous too like when you're going out to dinner with girls <laughs> <laughs> you take them out to dinner all the time though <laughs> yeah it's dangerous how's it dangerous <laughs> well girls girls uh girls are a lot funner than than guys and and then girls you know i mean it depends what kind of girl but they start drinking champagne they start and then they, and the champagne gets to you and they're like hey have another one hey have another one those are the little things that i've caught on from you that i start to do with my team that has really helped us elevate. 
And then it brings us togetherness in this, like everything of what we do. I want to ask you this pandemic, what has it brought out in Albert? Because we've already kind of jumped on a little few subjects, like saying, you know, there, there's somebody, people that quit. There's people that don't have it in them to really go after it, you know? Yeah. And to Albert, I, I think there was a certain time I would have to say, was there ever a certain time you did something you didn't want to do? Like when you were working for other companies, what were you doing before Albert got into the mortgage industry? I was working as a teacher assistant. Okay. And, and I was uh, grading paperwork like for kids, like basic math, basic spelling. Mm-hmm. And I would finish all of that super fast so that I could read my, my books because I was reading self-improvement books because I, I was dating a girl and his, mm-hmm. her brother drove an S-Class a Hummer and a nice Lexus uh, SUB. And he had a nice Rolex and he had a company which happened to be a mortgage company. So I always asked this girl, hey, that's cool. Cause I, I grew up with a- I never knew this me- me- Mexico. My parents are from Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Humble, humble people, grew up in the ghetto. Um, you're from Bakersfield, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up in, in LA. Yeah. But I was, I was always in the bad areas like El Centro, yeah. South Central and and uh, I mean, it's pretty similar, just that Bakersfield is, is more the neighborhoods more are the same. So I grew up with shootings, drug dealing, drug dealers and all that stuff. And, and that's what I knew. So I grew up and I used to watch all these. I used to watch Baywatch and I used to see all the hot babes. And I was like, fuck, I want to get a white, a white girl that's that hot with a 10 and, and all that stuff. So I was like, I want to get those. And I saw people when they started drinking the first time in, in college, they gave me a drink. When we went to a study abroad um, uh, trip to Baja, California. Okay. And and the first thing we did when we crossed the border, let's stop for beers because 18 and over, <laughs> we could drink beer. So we get a beer and that's the first time I, so I, this is not a beer, this is Pellegrino, but I get a beer and because the, all the girls in the, in the trip, cause we drove there in the, in the van and the girls were all, yeah, let's have beer. So I'm like, well, let me try it. And I try it and it's like, man, it's, it's sour. It's, it doesn't taste good. I, I didn't like it, but I drank one. And then I started, then it kicked in and I, and I kind of felt, especially when you never drank before. Yeah. And then I drank a second one. I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling like super good. And then all of a sudden the girl next to me looks hotter. Like her legs look more, <laughs> more toned. Uh, the skirt looks a little bit higher. Uh, her face looks a little bit better. And, 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 and I'm like, damn, I'm like picturing her like, 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 what am know, I going to do to her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how does she look like? How's she going to look like when I take that off? Exactly. So I'm already getting all those. You're already like, building the tension and everything. Exactly. And I'm feeling really good. And then uh, we get over there and then, you know, we st- I started drinking. So when. And by when, the time you get over there, I imagine the beer doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and then so th- that was the first time I drank. But the, the reason why I said that was because I was going out with this girl and then I saw this guy and, mm-hmm. and his name was Jaime. And then I always saw him with different girls and I saw him like always like dressed nice, his nice watch, his nice cars. And then he had a house in the hill. So this girl, I was always telling her like, I want to meet your brother. Yeah. Like, I want to be like that guy. Like this guy's like always parties. always he's always having a good time getting girls, like drinking with girls, going out to clubs via Sorriso in Pasadena, how in long, Barcelona. <laughs> how long were you doing the teacher assistant part for? Yeah. How long was that? I, I was doing it for, so the, the reason why, why I, I started talking about that was because this guy, Jaime, told me, I asked him, how do I, what's, what do you recommend me to do? Mm-hmm. He said, read a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, here, read it, and, and then come back to me and, and 
and maybe you could get into the mortgage industry okay. and you could start making money like me. And I'm like, okay, cool. And at the time I was a teacher assistant. So I was, I would finish grading all the papers fast so that I could get my book and start reading it until the teacher asked me to do more work. So the teacher caught onto that because I was like grading the papers like so fast. I was probably not even grading them right. Okay. But I was just going so fast because I wanted to get back and keep reading the chapter off for Rich Dad Poor Dad. So that's when I read, basically, like the book is telling you W-2, hourly pay. If you just focus on that, you're always going to be poor. Mm -hmm. But if you focus on sales, if you focus on on, on scaling, on, on, bec on becoming a business person, yeah. then that's where the wealth is. Exactly. So then I started reading. I'm like, why am I, why am I getting paid hourly to play kickball with kids and grade paperwork, even though I love kids because ki kids are one of my passions. Like my, one of my passions is helping my Latino millennials in business. And I also love kids. Like I, I especially now with two little girls, I love, cause I think l kids, if they learn market, kids could learn marketing business. Uh, they could learn how to like how to train self-improvement. They could learn systems when they're young. So I'm teaching my, my daughter, she's three. I'm teaching her marketing and I'm teaching her all those things, sales. I'm teaching her how to convince people and they don't teach you that in school. So I, I love kids by the way, but I just hated that job because I was stuck. And then when I read that book, it, it was telling me like, you're in the wrong place. And then finally the teacher catches, catches you, on. At this point in time, you already knew you were doing a career, like the teacher assistant job you were doing for their certain time being while you didn't quit that job. Cause what I'm trying to get to is the fact that you didn't quit your job and that you were still looking to grow. So you, at this point in time, you already knew in your head, I'm going to do this sucky ass job, whatever it is in a certain sense, not the fact that you didn't like playing kickball and playing with kids, mm -hmm. but that you were going to do this for the time being. And then you were going to catch on into doing what you were doing with the mortgage industry. It was temporary because I needed to make that money to be able to pay like little bills. So that's exactly. the only reason why I had that job. But the teacher one day tells me she catches on and she tells me why are you reading those garbage books oh shit so when she said that she told me garbage and i said what do you mean and she said you're never going to get anywhere these books are garbage they're they're uh they're gimmicks and if you want to be successful you have to get your degree and become a teacher like me so that you could be successful and i said I, and and she taught me that i never wanted to be a miserable old lady like her exactly and, and that's, and, and the next day I didn't show up to work. I called them and I just told them like, Hey, I'm not going to show up anymore. And I left that job and I just focused on real estate. I got into real estate full time. In my first month, I closed four deals, mm -hmm. which, uh, paid me a $16,000 commission my okay. first month. And I was used to making nine bucks an hour. And you were, this was, uh, you were selling houses. No, uh, mortgages. Oh, so you were closing I, I, loans. Yeah. I, I've always been a mortgage guy. Okay. I, I tried real estate and I, I have done some real estate in the past, but not a lot of it. I was just, I got into real estate. I just didn't like it. it it's mm -hmm. like you carry signs, you get all sweaty. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it almost, trunk, it, it, all that. yeah, it seems to me like, like a labor job and, mm -hmm. and, and, and nothing wrong. If you're watching this, you're a, you're a realtor. I know a lot of realtors that do good. You could make a lot of money, but I just chose instead of carrying, carrying signs and waiting in open houses for Your things to, for, for things to happen. I decided to be in an office with AC and having a nice desk mm -hmm. and making things happen and just calling the realtors and be like, Hey guys, did you guys put your signs up? Do you guys have any loans for me? 
thank you. And just taking the loans. And, and I, I figured that's a bigger, that's a better industry to scale because you have more options. As a lender, you could refinance people, get paid $15,000, $20,000 a pop. You could do loans for people that are buying a house, realtor connections, and make another $15,000, $20 a pop. Continue to so I found that. that I found out my formula on like how to target a business. And I found something that worked really well to make anywhere from a hundred to $200,000 a month like this. And I was doing that like, like just from the start, I started my first check was 16 grand my first month. And then from there on, I just started learning more and more and more. And then the market crashed in 2008. And that's when I lost everything. I was 25 years old back then. Okay. When did your wow moment come where you were like, Oh wow, I'm going to be successful. This is going to be a really big thing. Now, did you understand that before the market crashed in 2008 or did you understand that after? when i was six years old i i promised my dad that i was going to be super rich and that i was going to um, live in beverly hills and drive a ferrari and help a lot of people and buy them a house and that was it that was it like I, I knew i was going to be successful yeah and but did you have this moment in mortgage like when you were doing mortgages, you knew that this was, you were just going to, I, I have this moment all the time. Like I, sometimes I've had a lot of businesses that didn't work out. Uh -huh. So I've always, I'm so confident that I always think that everything's going to work out. Like, just like when I used to go to the club, uh -huh. I saw that, like, I would always target like the three hottest girls that I would see. And I knew that I was going to get them. Like I Somehow. knew, it, it, yeah, I knew I was going to, and even if I got a no the first time, I knew that I was going to either say that I was like Oscar de la Hoya or, <laughs> or I was going to say that I'm like a, a millionaire. I was going to say that I was a narco or just make up like weird things and to get the girl's attention. So I was That's just, I, I've always been a good, a good seller and a good closer. Cause you gotta, you gotta do that. And, and I mean, you're, you're good. You're good at that. So I became a good closer. I've never tried. A kid. I'm a narco or I'm Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> well, I tried that in, in, in uh, Acapulco cause I used to go to Acapulco and party uh -huh. when I was younger. Yeah. So People there would, because I had a big house. It was my uncle's house, but I used to like, you know, go party you and, can have, and, and you take, can use it at and, and girls would come over and they would be like, whoa, it is <laughs> narco. And I would be like, I would, I would just kind of go like this. <laughs> and, and the girls would get so excited and they would yeah, be like, yeah, they take their clothes off and, and, and done. Yeah. But, but uh, I figured, I, I figured it, it works. So then now I had my, my system because I always create systems. I, I've been creating systems from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I had my system. I'm gonna go to El Alebrije, I'm gonna go to Baby O in Acapulco. I don't know if you've been to Acapulco and, and I have my system. I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna have a drink, I'm gonna start buying the girls' drinks, and I'm gonna let them ask me like about like where do you live? Oh, I have this house over there. Oh, over there. And then they're gonna say, like, it is narco, and I'm gonna be like, and then like it's done. I, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, that it. was that was my Acapulco system, but then I had I had my system like when I used to go out here, but but regardless. Uh, the point is, I always knew and was so confident that I could close anything. So when I when I had an idea for a business, I knew it was going to work. I knew mm -hmm. I was going to make it rain, make millions. And every single thing that I, every idea, I always know it's going to work. And sometimes it doesn't work, but that's why it's very important to believe in yourself and have mm -hmm. those, those balls to uh, take action because most people just lack the balls. And then they, they become a quitter. And when you become a quitter one time, you're a lifetime quitter every time times get tough, you're always hoping for a bailout. Oh, let me get that stimulus check. Let me file unemployment. Let me uh, sue this person that's successful because they have money and I deserve a little piece because uh, he made me work an extra hour. And I you probably you probably get this motivation so many days, right? I mean, you probably have ex-employees that you constantly see them do something new 
every now and then like i'll catch some of my ex um associates and i'll be like oh what's good and then they're like oh, i'm doing this now i'm like oh good luck to you i hope that works like <laughs> wait yeah. but weren't you doing this last time last time didn't you come with me with this idea so does that motivate you to see that and then in the sense like what does that um because to me it's kind of like it just it shows me stick to what you're doing stick to what works and then go into other things. Yeah, well, like you, like we 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 spoke a lot about like your dreams, your mission, your vision, and and your your what you're going through is something that I went through. Like like you're you're struggling, and and what I mean by struggling is is you're struggling in building your business to to becoming the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Like to get to your destination right now, you're struggling because it's always a struggle. Yep. But what I like about you. What what I respect about you the most is that you you're 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 still doing that like you're you're working on it and you, and you tell me like fuck it's not working out yet but it, you're still working on it as opposed to those people that quit or get fired and then file unemployment or then they try to sue for pennies when they realize when they don't realize like dude what why are you wasting your time like you're yeah. do you even know the whole process they don't realize that somebody like a bigger sh a bigger um how would i say this a bigger um, a powerful person successful business person is gonna have way more resources to just splash that little like um Here, roach your, yeah exactly and 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 all, all the all these big people are gonna do just spray raid max on the roach and make it <laughs> make it go like with with its little legs like that it's upside down. and let it get a little bit better and then spray more raid max and then just prolong it five six seven years and then they're gonna run out of money and then they're gonna be like, oh no, we don't wanna do this anymore and just raid max. Exactly. And and they just, and, and then later on, they're 30, they're 40, and they're still a little roach with raid max. <laughs> and and, and they, they're wondering like, why am I not successful yet? Getting unemployment when they're 40, like, come on, man, get something like, like work on this, uh, work a little bit longer, don't quit so easily. And that's why I say like the biggest mistake people make is they quit so easily and then they become a lifetime quitter. So what I like about you is that you you have a dream with with your business that you have and you've been growing like slowly but steady. But you still you believe in it so much that no matter the little roadblocks, you you believe in it so much that you're never going to quit. And that, mm -hmm. that's what I respect a lot from you. And, and those people that leave and quit. No, nah, they don't motivate me at all. Like, like I, I, my motivation is is way bigger than that. My motivation is the people that I'm helping, the people that I'm touching, the people that are part of of this uh, enterprise that we're building. Mm -hmm. uh, like all the all the people, uh, whether they're employees, uh, and, independent and I, contractors. One one of the biggest things is I, to me, the motivation is to be able to explain what those people, you know, because I think anytime, everything that we're doing, I believe, is for our next generation. You know, like to set the bar higher. Yeah. Um, it's to be able to show our kids what they can do, you know. So like it's setting up the people that want to do what we're trying to do at your level, at my level where I'm beginning and being like, hey, like I will show you. I will give you that information. There's no problem with me giving you that information. If anything, it makes me feel better. So to me, like when I see these guys quit and you're emphasizing this to me, it's so important that people understand that hey if you say you're gonna start something just fucking do it until you just keep going like there's yeah. no point of stopping because you started it already and that's that's how i find it motivating when you say these things because 
I really catch on to that. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, to me, biggest thing with this whole pandemic, I said, how the hell are we going to get our sales? How? How? You know? So I was really intrigued to watch you and to see what how you were going to pivot yeah. with this time frame. And as soon as I saw you pivot in a certain way, you know, you pivoted by leading by example. You know? Showing your team from the front. This is what... This is what you got to do. Yeah. You know, you put yourself out there again. And to me, I really listened to that and honed in. Like for for us, I was like, well, then I'm going to pivot online. And then I started seeing all these people do these giveaways online. Hey, when you shop with us, there's a giveaway, you know? So then we started to do that. And then I started to see people be like, oh, hey, I hope that I win that giveaway. Um, I just made my purchase. You, you know, know what? So it's very psychological. So I'll give you an example. Phil Jackson. I know you're a Laker fan because you have a Laker shirt, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, that's a Lakers shirt. So, <laughs> it's a Lakers t-shirt, yeah. So, so um, Phil Jackson plays with people's minds. And 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 I don't know. I, I'm sure you Did noticed. Did you watch the, uh, the documentary? Oh, for Jordan, right? Yes. For sure. Amazing. But, but, but I'm sure you kind of see what I'm doing, mm -hmm. but maybe you don't see it. You don't see exactly what I'm doing. But everything that I do uh, it has an exact uh, intention. Mm -hmm. So when you see me doing driven couples, when you see me doing things like that, uh, I study my competitors mm -hmm. and I'm talking about Goliaths and I know what I see what they're doing. And every morning when I wake up before them, you know, when I wake up I at, at 2 a.m. or at 3 a.m., mm -hmm. I know they don't wake up till five or six. Mm -hmm. And I'm and I'm thinking by myself with no interruptions. I'm just so focused on what am I going to do to disrupt them? What am I going to do to kill my competition? And it might sound a little bit like, like kind of mm -hmm. mean or cruel, yeah. but I don't care. Like I yeah. am, I, you know who motivates me? Ray Dalio worth 18 billion. How did he built that company to 18 billion mm -hmm. and growing his personal net worth is 18 billion. Google him, Ray Dalio. So I'm thinking about something, He's got the book something, principles, yeah, right? something big like that. How am I going to in five years from now, 10 years from now, this, this is going to be a huge enterprise. And I'm thinking about something like Amazon, where it's like something huge, where maybe we're the first trillion dollar company. So I'm I'm so focused on that. And that's why I wake up sometimes a day in advance. Like I wake up at, like last time I made a mistake and I woke up at 11.46 PM. <laughs> so I woke up a day in advance and, yeah. and I noticed because I had my, my Fitbit. Uh -huh. It was when I was wearing the Fitbit. Cause I wore the Fitbit for a month and I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I, I kind of already got the, the I measured so enough. Mm -hmm. Cause it looks kind of weird. And, and I have a watch and then the Fitbit. And so. I, I caught it because I was uh, washing my face and then I look at the time and it says 12.22 a.m. 12.22 a.m. And I'm like, what the heck? So what time did I wake up? And I look at the Fitbit, 11.46 p.m. So I woke up a day in advance mm -hmm. and people think I'm crazy, but this is where I come up with these things like driven couples. Uh, when I come up with a driven boot camp and, and, and all these things, like I'm just, and, and I come up with a company CRM, custom not Salesforce, not those CRMs that are, I'm building my own CRM that I could call my guy and tell him, Hey, tweak this add this uh, more category yeah. Add this. So it's not like you can't, I can't call Salesforce and tell him, Hey, edit this, this piece it is terrible. terrible. So I've, I personally shout out quite a few thousand dollars, yeah. you know, for a very basic system that I actually had a free one. So when I saw you say you went CRM, I was like, if he says he's splashing out, I imagine 
it's going to provide every detailed and bit of information that he needs yeah to be able to completely absolutely kill his whatever he's trying to do you know whatever your market your industry whatever you're doing you're setting that you know and as yeah. soon as i saw that i really pay attention to that and i was like man then you made me want to go look at my crm hum, you know Dude, this crm is going to track everything it's going to save me so much time this crm is going to make us like a multi-billion dollar company i really i really dream of of being like a trillion dollar enterprise like i, I think that big so when we're talking about these little roaches that we spray raid max on them <laughs> they don't motivate me for shit. they they just they they they, they disgust me yeah. i don't want to talk about them like like i'm i'm focused on this trillion dollar multi-billion dollar i don't know like i don't know how big it could get but i'm i'm excited by production i'm excited by creating something that people are going to see this and they're going to be like oh shit, albert said fuck those little roaches and focus on a billion focus on a trillion hey maybe you're maybe a million makes you happy and that's well, totally but, fine but that's that's how far your mindset is and and just very simple i mean i think the more you think of that the more you're gonna stage every move that you do to get to a billion right yeah because if, if you're not thinking a billion then your moves are only the moves to get you to whatever million you already are to whatever that is, I mean, this is far because that system will only work towards that. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're investing so much because you want to take it to that level. And I see it. I, I don't doubt it whatsoever. Like I see how excited you are Be about it. Before you leave, check out our board, uh, our production board. It, it is like bananas. It, it's like, uh, I, I don't even believe it. Like every time I see, like we created a, a system, even though our system has a lot of work to, to get done. Mm -hmm my system it, and it, it it's a it's like every time i come i mean every time i wake up i have like all these new wires i have all these when i get to the office all these new checks when i see the production board all these new escrows and and then every day is like people are 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 recruits and 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 recruits in this industry you got to think about it like every recruit uh, every agent when they close a deal average commission is ten thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars a pop? Okay. So it's a really great, it's a great industry, and it's not going anywhere because look outside. There's homes everywhere. Everybody needs a mortgage. Nobody buys cash. Everything. Exactly. Homes. People need somewhere to live. So it's like we have so many. Like right now with the pandemic that we're talking about, I'm so uh, thankful to the pandemic, like the coronavirus. Like if if they're watching this, like thank you, like whoever created that because it blew up my business. It crushed all my competitors. Why? Because my competitors, I'm talking about all the small shops. Like we are, we're a small shop. We're not like a, a Bank of America or Chase. It's, it's simple for that that mindset of that person. What did they do? I know. I'll let they, you go into all that. these little broker shops. They don't have social media. They probably, I mean, look at their social media. Like I'll challenge anybody that's watching this. Look at your social media if you're in real estate or mortgage technology. Are you guys using Salesforce or are you guys paying a mentor a lot of money for them to tell you, hey, you need a custom one? that's different from your competitors that they don't know what it is. And, and you have to create all these, all these things that are going to disrupt your industry. The coronavirus just brought out the hustler even more in you. Yeah. It just made you go fucking berserk. It brought the sense. best, the, it the brought best the best out of, out of, out of me. Yeah. Because you saw an opportunity, you saw an opportunity to, this is where I'm going to separate myself from everybody else. And what people have to understand is that I did get scared and worried and, and I was, I didn't know what I was going to do for one day, mm -hmm. but it just lasted one day. I, I, 
I, flip. I heard you say that. And and uh, I had a powerful conversation with Bobby Castro, mm-hmm. and and I recovered in one day. Mm-hmm. But most people are still but in, we're human. in that mode. Yeah. We're human. We're all human. And, and, and that's normal to feel that. I mean, to me, I saw a post of this. Um, it, it's very simple. A person saying that all they've been doing for the last two months is them on a couch eating Doritos or Hot Cheetos. And I just looked at that and I was just like, to me, it was just embarrassing to see that a person with, could have that mindset to understand that, that well, I'm just going to chill back, you know? And, and to me, it was so important to just, I feel it's exciting to see your enthusiasm and my enthusiasm throughout this time and be like, no, there's, there's new ways, unpaved roads that we've seen that we can do even more out of. Yeah. So, um, with that, what has the pandemic, and I'll tell you, you talked about the marriage couple, um, and you're doing that. What has the pandemic brought out between your relationship? Have you been spending more time at home? How has that changed the dynamic? I've been spending more time with the kids. Okay. Um, uh, and, and, and one of the, one of the things that, I, one of the things that I don't like though, is I haven't been able to go to, um, Equinox. Okay. You know, cause I, I like working out at Equinox cause I, I, I mean, um, <laughs> I'm, spot, I'm, I'm, I'm married and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm like the most loyal ethical guy, but I like to see like, you know, hot babes working out and, and, and I like to see what is, guys, what is it? What is it? The five second rule? The, the, I mean, in Puerto Rico, it's, she let she, she <laughs> but between me and you, like she, 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 she does care. Like, like yeah. she doesn't even give me a second. Like I have to, it's like half a second rule, but, but she's <laughs> half a second to look. And then she right. just says that, but, but it's, it's not true. So I, I, I kind of like, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I see beauty and, and it's beauty, but I'm respectful. I'm not like a, you know, like yeah, a, just like a flaw, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then, and then I also like to see guys that are fit because it makes me feel like i'm not fit by the way your arm looks bigger it really does well, well <laughs> maybe because i've been working out just upper body oh shit because <laughs> i'm stuck in my with my free weights but yeah. but yeah like i've been uh, doing stairs for legs but yeah i miss the gym i just miss being around people okay i miss being around people and, and seeing I, it normally flow yeah because right now i just have the free weights and i'm working out uh in my um in my unit Cause I can't even go to the gym in my building cause it's closed. And if you work out in the, in the and then now they opened it up a bit, mm-hmm. but I you have to wear a mask to, to work out. Like, yeah. how am I going to sprint with, with a mask? I'm going to suffocate Yeah, and I'm really going to have the coronavirus. <laughs> so, so like, and, and then the kids, you know, the, the, my girls, uh, especially Italia, she's really attached to me. So I'm, I'm there like on the floor doing like some, some, uh, bench and then she comes over and then she, and they have like heavy weights and she's like jumps on my stomach and I'm like, so. So it's been a challenge, but like I said, it I I'm not a quitter, and I'm not I'm not gonna make excuses for mm-hmm. being for being um, miserable. Yeah, no, and and I can see it. I think um, to me, it's quite simple. When I we said this in the beginning, you know, when you see somebody from afar, there's this ego, but that ego is just because, I mean, in in a certain sense. It's just their confidence. That's your confidence brewing. So once I was able to really just like kind of peel behind who Albert was and just kind of see what you would do every day. And I think I only watched you maybe for about two days. Yeah. Maybe maybe even a day. I've never really thought about it. But I was like, hey, there's something to this guy. You know, like there's really something to this guy. Like I just like whatever. And he makes me want to be better. And it was as simple as that. So when you make me want to be better, I rub off of that 100% yeah. because I think at the end of the day, it's just, 
it's that enthusiasm in life to be able to go out there and just crush it and whatever it is you do. And then to see your discipline with everything else that you do. Yeah. To me, it just ties those things together. Yeah. I'm, so I'm crazy. I'm a, if, if you want to de- uh, describe me, I'm, I'm a crazy guy. <laughs> and one of, one of the things that I want to leave, leave you with too, before, before, uh, before I forget is, is, um, most people, um, like the, like the roaches that we were talking about, they're like at negative levels. So I talk a lot about levels. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say, let's say, uh, Robert is at level four and, uh, Kim is at level 10. And then we have billionaire Bob that's level 17. Okay. So stop comparing yourself with level 17. When you're the roach, try to get rid of the, the shortcuts and try to like work and get to level one and then, and then try to get to, then, then focus on level two. Most people try to get to level 17 with a home run and that usually doesn't happen. So you got to just know where you are, start where you're at and, and improve to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. And, and then you'll, you'll, you'll get there. Okay. That the, this level thing, and how often do you go ahead? And, and to add to that, cause I, 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 I got a blank. Um, most people that, I mean, all people that get to that high level, they don't have one day. Like their day is not just one day. They make more days out of one. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have three parts to my day. Okay. So I have three days in one day. Mm-hmm. And another thing is every minute I value it. If I don't like a person, I don't want to spend a minute with them. I love when you said that. I and, heard you say that once. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was on what, but I remember you saying like, when there's nothing there to gain, when there's nothing to talk about, I leave. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna waste my I'm not gonna waste my damn time just sitting there and just talking about nothing when nothing's and, going anywhere. And I'm pretty bad at that because because it's just you. You'll notice it in me. Like my face is just like way <laughs> like like done. You just checked out. Yeah, like like I, and and I'll and I'll be I'll be rude, but I can't I can't handle it. I, yeah. I, I can't control it. It's just I'm not. Who you I'm, are. I'm not good at faking that. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like like when three like I've had some guys here in the company that they just quit and they suck and they keep asking me the same question second time and third time after the third time i'm like i don't make eye contact with them and i don't see you like mm-hmm. i just go around you and i want to get you out you're just not you're not listening like you you are not focused could it be that you're you were you do a lot of drugs or you don't sleep well or or you're like hung over i don't know but you're not you're you're not committed Mm-hmm. So like when people ask me the th- for the third time, like I'm like, I'm done, I'm done. And, and that's why it's all numbers, like, like capitalism. In our company, I spend time with the top performers. Mm-hmm. I don't spend time with the low performers. And people could be like, oh, that's cruel. That's what's gotten us to where we are today. I give everybody a fair shot. But if they stay low, I, don't, I can't spend time with them. I have to spend time with the people that are earning it as yes. a leader, as a CEO. So that's another thing but remember like most people they don't do anything in a day you have to take like i have three parts to my day my from the moment i wake up 2 3 a.m 4 a.m uh latest 5 a.m like when i really need to catch up a little bit on sleep but never later than five so anywhere from that time all the way till noon till 11 or noon that's my first part of the day and then from like 11 noon till like 5 p.m it's like my second part and then from five to like, I go to sleep is my third part of the day, mm-hmm. which I go home, I have dinner with my wife, I spend time with the girls, and then I get on the live. Like, 
do you think I am excited to get on the live? I am because I want to give value to people and I want to help people, but I have to be, I have to stay relevant. I have to, exactly. I, I have to do it. Even mm -hmm. if I've been up for 18 hours, mm -hmm. that's my third part of the day. If, if I didn't, if I would just clock out at five, I wouldn't be here. I would be, I would exactly. be in the little shop, uh, in, in the ghetto. Like that's just the truth. And to me, we got to finish this off guys. But one of the biggest things is I think it's a simple fact of like, not everybody's going to be willing to put in that work. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be willing to. It's the fact that you don't care what anybody else is thinking, that you're going to finish your day when you know you finished and you completed what Albert wanted to complete, yeah. right? So, um, guys, we got to cut it short. <laughs> uh, Albert, I appreciate you. Um, guys, stay tuned, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.